How's it going, guys? We have a past level question. No, it's medium difficulty for pathology for step one. Repro, OBS guy, 2CK. 29-year-old woman, she comes in for follow-up appointment, auscultation of the chest shows an ejection click. Physical examination shows a well-appearing female with scattered nevi, wide neck, tender stage one breast development. She's 4'11". Question wants to know what's most likely seen as patient. So, so you think this is too easy. Don't want to tell you. It's, uh, it's high yield. I'll discuss what you need to know here. So for starters, it's Turner Center. Now... It's going to be 45XO, female phenotype. Now, this ejection click is not mitral valve prolapse. That's mid-systolic click. Ejection click is one of the ways they can write aortic stenosis, okay? Obviously, mid-systolic murmur or crescendo-decrescendo systolic murmur, classically upper right sternal border. It can actually sometimes show up at the upper left sternal border, even though, yes, it's the pulmonic area. I'm just telling you not to pigeonhole locations for cardio. But ejection click, nevertheless, that's aortic stenosis because you can get bicuspid aortic valve and Turner syndrome. You can also get coarctation of the aorta. So some students will ask about the scattered nevi. That's a finding in Turner Center. Okay, this is normal. This is nothing abnormal. Okay, and NBME has done this. There's a wide neck. This is cystic hygroma. Okay, and then we've got a tanner stage one breast development here. It's a shield chest. And uh, we can get normal pubic and axillary hair development, but it's the shield chest, the tanner stage one. They can sometimes say tanner stage two breast development. And then the female is going to be short classically under the age, under the age, under the height of five feet. So let's just hop to the answers. What we most likely to see. Should I say decrease GNRH pulsation? Wrong fucking answer. It's going to be increased. So we have streak ovaries. They can refer to it colloquially as menopause before menarche. So because we have streak ovaries, we have decreased ovarian androgen and estrogen production, decreased inhibin production. So we have decreased negative feedback at the hypothalamus anterior pituitary. So GNRH will go up, LH, FSH, they're all increased. So choices A and B, wrong fucking answers. Choice C, and actually I'll mention real quick because sometimes you assembly will have this as an answer and by all means i mean it's my 918th question here and i'm sure i've made on the youtube before but they can give you the same fucking question ask you what's most likely to be seen as patient and they love increased fsh okay so you say well what about increased lh yeah lh will be increased too but specifically in a setting of hypogonadism male or female okay it can be uh, pathologic premature ovarian failure turner syndrome as examples Kleinfelter in male it can be physiologic, menopause, females, right? They like high FSH as what you measure to confirm the diagnosis in that setting. Wrong fucking answers, as I already said. Choice C, lymphatic insufficiency. Correct answer refers to cystic hygroma here. So I mentioned the wide neck. Now my opinion shows up on one of the NBME exams. Okay, so, and when I, when I say it in that fashion, what I'm insinuating is that even though that this is a high-yield finding for Turner syndrome, the webbed neck, the cystic hygroma, the fact that we could consider this nitpicky, you say, well, does the USMLE actually assess that component, that detail? Yes, they do. All right. So they'll give you Turner syndrome and they give you cystic hygroma and they ask why the patient has the webbed neck and it's lymphatic insufficiency. Okay. So just abnormality of the lymphatic development in Turner syndrome. Let's just hop to the others here. And I'd say this is why the question was medium difficulty. Neurofibroma is wrong fucking answer. You could have conflated this with NF1. These are benign nerve sheath tumors that present as nodules on the skin. So you can, of course, have cafe au lait spots in NF1. So those are, those are your hyperpigmented macules. You can get 
axillary and groin freckling, which could be conflated with the scattered nevi there. Obviously, pheochromocytoma for NF1, weird brain tumors, oligodendroglioma, ependymoma. You can get opticlioma. Okay, that's exceedingly high yield for NF1. Wrong fucking answer. Choisy shade green patches, wrong fucking answer. It's going to be uh, tuberous sclerosis. Okay, so tuberous sclerosis is uh, hyperpigmented velvety lesions, the shade green patches, hypopigmented macules, ash leaf spots. Don't confuse with the cafe au lait spots and NF1, hyperpigmented macules. So we have the shade green patches, the ash leaf spots, and tuberous sclerosis. Adenoma sebation, those are the papules on the face, nasal labial folds, bridge of the nose. Uh, AKA angiofibromas, and we can get tubers within the brain. They're hamartomas, can be described as periventricular nodules, subungual fibromas, nail bed tumors, lymphangioleomyomatosis, uh, obscure uh, smooth muscle proliferation within uh, the pulmonary uh, vasculature, cardiac rhabdomyoma, exceedingly high yield, renal angiomyolipoma. Wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. I click my stuff, subscribe my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.